take a deep breath and remember there's a power breathing you. This is your space of sanity in an evolving world where we learn about spiritual law and how to apply it to our lives in a way that is practical and life-changing. This is where we remember truth to make the world a better place one person at a time. I'm Claire Lotier, inspirational speaker, teacher of the technology of transformation, and a certified life mastery consultant and spiritual coach. Welcome to the Grace Space. Today I want to introduce you to a friend of mine, Anthony. Anthony Michael Martinez is a New York City-based actor and teacher with an MFA in classical acting from Shakespeare Theatre Company's Academy for Classical Acting. In addition to his teaching artist work with acclaimed theatre companies such as Red Bull Theatre, Classic Stage, and New York Theatre Workshop, Anthony's also developed his own masterclass called Acting in Spiritual Principle, where he teaches the art of applying universal spiritual principles to the craft of acting. So I think you can guess why I wanted to invite him into the grace space. Well, Anthony and I actually worked together through Red Bull Theater in New York, but at the time I had no idea we had so much in common. I'm delighted to share our conversation with you today, which will interest actors and non-actors alike. And I really think that it shows the direction that we're going as a humanity and how the sweeping changes in consciousness are affecting every area of life including the theater, including show business and the industry that I came from myself. You see, the theater, the stage, is a great metaphor for what it is to be human in the cycles of incarnation and reincarnation. I first remember making this connection when I was 19. I was standing on the stage of the New London Barn Playhouse in New London, New Hampshire, where I was doing a summer stock season, looking out at the house, which was empty, And I thought, I'm about to get into costume and do a play where I will live and get married and have a baby and then die. We were doing a production of Steel Magnolias and I was playing Shelby. And soon we will rehearse the next play where I will have a completely different role and so on and so forth through the season where I will do six or seven or eight different shows in rapid succession with a bunch of people that I love. And I knew that this was the universe's wink to me, a reminder not to take life too seriously, not that I listened, because in the end, it's just a play. It's a play. All the world's a stage, and one soul in its time plays many parts, and it's all for love. Sometime we'll go into this in greater depth together, but let's start with this conversation with Anthony. Oh man, it's so nice to catch up with you again. Gosh, I think it's been like a year, hasn't it? It's been a year. It flew by, but a year for sure. (laughs) So wait, you just got back from Montgomery, you were saying you were at Alabama Shakes? I did. We just did a production of uh, the Scottish play. I played Malcolm um, and had a a wonderful time. It was uh, directed by uh, the artistic director, Rick Gilding. And just a fabulous cast of actors, so willing and so passionate, had a, an amazing time, so blessed. And we got lucky, we didn't um, know crazy COVID scares that got in the way. 
of the creative process. It's a couple, but nothing that um, got in the way of our full run. We made it. So, um, <laughs> wow, that's, that's like it. a rarity these days, isn't it? <laughs> I know, I know. Oh, well, that's that's great to hear. And and you're heading off to Ohio next, yeah? I am. I just uh, I get, just got cast in the role of Richard Hannay to do a production of the Thirty Nine Steps. This will be um, in Ohio at Great Lakes. And then we go to Idaho Shakespeare later in the fall uh, to do an outdoor production of the same show. So I've uh, been <laughs> working out every day uh, to keep the stamina because I know it's, it's as everyone knows, the show is super fast and super yeah. um, physical. So <laughs> I'm trying to uh, get in shape um, <laughs> mentally and physically. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you look great and you look like you're, you know, smack in the middle of the, the life of an actor, uh, you know, going from one job to the next. And I don't know if a lot of people know this about you, but you're also a teacher and a coach and you work with actors. Tell, tell us a little bit more about that. Yes. So right around about two years ago, uh, when the pandemic hit, um, I decided to write my own curriculum, uh, which was inspired by A Course in Miracles. Um, mm. Many people may be familiar with the book, but from there I was inspired by the principles and I wanted to articulate it for myself. Um, you know, the course says to teach us to demonstrate in a, in a sense, I just wanted to write it out and make it make sense for me. And then all of a sudden I felt very compelled and pulled um, to create a masterclass in which I in invited students and enrolled students to discuss these principles that I brought from the course into the perspective and consciousness of our acting industry, whether mm -hmm. that's auditioning or that's just in general, the life of the actor. Um, so from there, it's, it's, it's been an ever evolving process of, of meeting new students and also constantly editing my curriculum right now. I write every single day, Clara, I'm looking at it and I'm changing <laughs> words as I'm sure you know. Um, yeah as our ideas um, evolve and grow every day. Oh, that's so beautiful. And this is why I really wanted to have you in the grace space. You know, I've been doing so much reflecting lately on my 25 year career in show business. And, uh, you know, I mean, there were some great moments and there were some terrible moments, but, you know, as I review uh, who I was back then, I'm, I'm aware uh, of a lot of suffering you know, that there was a lot of suffering. There was a lot of struggle. There was a lot of negativity within myself. And, you know, I have zero regret because that was the, the internal pressure that was needed to, to, uh, put me onto the, the spiritual path. Uh, and for that, I'm, I'm eternally grateful, but, you know, as I've been sharing more, uh, with people more openly, I guess, um, about what it was like for me, I've had so many people come, come in, you know, to the space and be like, you know, send me messages or emails saying, wow, what you said just really resonated with me. And it made me aware that, well, I mean, probably most show business professionals, performing artists, uh, have those feelings, you know, I guess I, I, back then I thought it was just me and that <laughs> I should be ashamed of my thoughts and feelings and, um, you know, just try to do better. And, uh, 
uh, that everybody else is doing better than I was. And, you know, oh my gosh, it was really just a torment, a torment. If you guys could see the video right now, you'd see Anthony nodding his head, nodding his head uh, because he understands, right? And this is what I came to realize, like everybody understands these feelings. And I, I discovered that there was quite a bit of shame around the feelings. And um, so I think what I'm really interested in doing is opening, opening up conversation around what it is to be a performing artist, uh, to be a, a professional in show business when there's, where there's so much, you know, um, rejection, there's judgment, there's, it feels so personal, you know, whether you're succeeding or not succeeding, it feels really personal and, and how that's such a challenge to the ego. And ultimately we're here on this earth to, um, to be happy, you know, to discover who we really are. And sometimes that's the crucible in which we discover it when we're just like, you know, confronted with so much ego over and over again. So that's why Anthony, I want to hear your perspective as you know, a young actor, someone who's actively working in the business, but also you have a spiritual path and you recognize that, um, that, that uh, we can help ourselves um, by really including our spirituality and letting that be, you know, um, help us to evolve as performers and help us to evolve as human beings. That's, uh, that's what I'd love to, to hear more of your perspective on. So tell me for you, why did you get into this business? At first, when I got into the business, I fell in love um, it's funny, my AP lit teacher was uh, teaching Shakespeare and she was super, super passionate in the way that she read it and the way that she talked about it. And I just remember reading Hamlet in the classroom and being terrified, but at the same time loving it so much that I was inspired to audition for the high school production of A Midsummer Night's Dream. Um, and then I got it and I got Demetrius and then I just started diving into the text and into the world of the play and had the wonderful experience of being around an ensemble and then being on a stage, albeit an auditorium, a basketball auditorium. Um, we transformed it into our magical, um, woods of Athens or, um, and, um, I just remember being arrested by the mystery of what it is. Fast forward today, um, I still feel that magic. It's just, I see it through a different lens. It isn't so much about the thrill of, um, how would I put this, about the light or um, getting the role, which I think was super important to me at the time. You know, I was starring in a show, I was in high school and it was, you know, an important aspect of me um, establishing confidence. I find myself now still searching for my confidence, but understanding a lot more the gratitude and the opportunity to um, share uh, my art for a higher purpose. Mm. Tell me more about that. What is, what does that mean to you? How does that, how does that, you know, what does that look like in your life? What it looks like to me is about disarming and peeling away the mystery of my ego, which is such a huge identity. Um, 
it's such a hard experience as an artist to peel away, but it's finding the joy in releasing that and giving that away so that I can radiate something deeper, which is my love for what I do, my love for my craft, and my intention to use my art to be a light within the world, a oh. light in right in the world that as we look around whether or not you're looking at the war in Ukraine or whatever's going on right now even just seeing the young artist later on today in the next couple of hours and I'm going to be a um, someone behind the desk casting high schoolers who are auditioning for a, their college showcase and just to give them a sense of empowerment and encouragement that they are enough and that their light is enough and that it's not outside of them but within them so going back to uh, what you're saying that maybe if I can just for a moment embody that and make that make sense for me in every single job that I do, uh, part of the uh, principles in the curriculum I wrote is acting as a calling, not a job. Mm. And you had met, talked a little bit about this earlier. It's, it's not that we don't do the work and audition and do the lines and learn the lingo of it. It's more so about raising the consciousness because the world needs it and because it's who we're meant to be here to bring it's it's greek at the beginning of, of acting at the time there's a sanctity and a, and a morality or the question of morality in theater that i think um is quite a buzz right now and actually i think more fulfilling um yeah wow you know what you said about, you know, being a light in the world, just, I uh, got chills. I mean, because that you're really speaking my language there. I, I, I think where I got lost on my journey in my own life was that, you know, I, I started this for love, you know, I felt the light, I felt the love, uh, standing on the stage. I felt like, you know, it was a training, for allowing the light to move through. Right. Mm. Um, but along the way, and, and now that was not completely unadulterated by feelings of needing attention, approval, wanting to be loved and appreciated, you know, sort of wounded inner child stuff that's, that was also present, but the greater part of it was, was for love. And I, I believe that most artists find themselves in the, in the business for love, right. But what happens is that, and, and it's meant to happen this way because we've, we've got to learn these lessons, right? Is that the ego comes in, right? And it starts to be about something else and we can lose the thread of, you know, uh, of why we got into it in the first place. And it, uh, you know, it becomes a challenge to all of the shadow aspects of ourselves. And that's ultimately to bring us back to the light. But, you know, oh, what's happening now is, I'm feeling, I'm seeing and feeling and sensing, I guess, like an amplification of the light. And um, I'm, I'm encountering many artists now who are wanting to do what you just so beautifully expressed uh, and to, to shine their light in the world. And the frustration comes in when, you know, they feel like somehow constricted or bound by the business in quotes, or, you know, like they're not able to, um, 
do work that is quite in alignment with, with who they are, or what they want to express, or they feel like they have to take what they can get just to make money and survive and stuff like that. So, you know, it's a real, it's a, it's a challenge. It's, it's a challenge anyway. Um, but as people become more conscious, uh, and they want their work to be deeply meaningful and to be able to uplift and elevate, um, it feels like we're going to have to create a whole new business too, you know, mm -hmm. as mm -hmm. this new world is being birthed. Mm -hmm. So let's talk a little bit more about, um, the course in miracles. Um, how did you discover that? And what is it, what's it meant to you? I discovered the, I discovered the course, um, through my ex. Um, we, I was deeply in love, um, with this gentleman and he had spoken often about Marion Williamson, who, as you know, does, does many lectures, uh, on the course and right at the end of our breakup, um, he purchased me the book. And I was just distraught on the floor, literally, which is, I don't want to say dramatic because in a way that's a judgment and what we all go through. I was very much in love and I wanted it to be what I, I thought it was going to be. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I had great pain at that time and I dived into the course and it arrested me. It arrested my soul and I devoured it. I mean, I was reading, I read it every single day. Mm -hmm. um and it's interesting because i remember moments at the beginning when i first had read lines and i just remember weeping at some of the principles and i'm not so much weeping anymore but the course um has been such a, a life changer for me or transformer so um from there on i just it's been a two years of diving into it it's uh, i do the so what i've read up the entire text and I completed this 365 days of the workbook for students and the manual. And of course, oh, wow. I'm like, I go back and forth between kind of like how I want to do it today. Um, so I underline when I read. So I read uh, the underlines of each chapter. I take a chapter, perhaps a week and stay on that chapter. And then, of course, do the lessons on a daily basis. I'm now on 84 Oh my gosh. That's, that's so, did you start on January 1st? I did not. I started on July. I think it was like 11th or something. So I'm in my second round now. Yeah. Um, let's see. I started on, yeah, July 1st. Okay. Okay. Well, that's, it's the reason I'm asking is because I'm going through the course and, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and for, for people who don't know what the course is, why don't you tell, tell them what is the course in miracles? Uh, so A Course in Miracles is a, uh, well, I would call it a, a psychological mind training, which sounds really deep, but it's, um, it's a fabulous book that has three volumes. The first volume is of the text, which basically introduces us to these principles, these universal spiritual principles. There's no dogma or doctrine, and it's nothing of which um, many of your hearers have not heard, uh, mm. whether that's the law of attraction, cause and effect. Uh, things like that. And then the second manual is the 365 days of lessons. So it takes out ideas from the text and it's the application process. It's the journey of meditating or contemplating on an idea in the day that you'll review, whether it's in the morning or at night or throughout the day for you to be applying these ideas in your life. 
it's one thing to understand it intellectually, which is great to have that foundation, but then to, to practice that in my thoughts throughout the day with every encounter with everyone. Um, that's the second part of the course. And the third is a manual for teachers, which is essentially a review of the, the, the terms and making it a little more simplistic. Um, I don't wanna call it a self-help book, but in a way it is, um, how would I call it? It is a, a course in miracles. What is a miracle? According to the book, a miracle is a shift in perception from fear to love. Ah, oh, it's, so it's just a, so powerful. Yeah, I mean, to sum that, to bring that into context, into uh, where we are today and the work that we're up to, there's so many ways within the industry or in our human lives that we can identify fear. Everyone can relate. And I love the way this book articulates um, through a shift in consciousness and the empowerment of our decision to be happy, of our decision to look through a spiritual insight and not worldly eyesight, to basically take the power back and dominion over our attention. And right, right. And, and um, for those of you who are not familiar with The Course in Miracles, it's a channeled book. And I got to tell you for years and years, I mean, I've been, I've been on this, on the spiritual path in quotes, since I was about 18. That was when I first started reading and, you know, looking and ser searching, whatever seeking. And many times I heard of the Course in Miracles. I came across it. I even had it for a while, but I could not relate to it. I just couldn't get into it, you know. I and I and I kept thinking I should be able to. Everybody says it's so great, you know. And I just I think I just wasn't ready for it. It's only quite recently that I I guess it was last year I started receiving these intuitive hits, Course in Miracles. Course it kept dropping, literally like dropping into my mind, and so I ended up. Um, uh, I ended up getting it. And again, as I approached it, I had that same feeling of frustration, like, oh, this is impenetrable, but then something <laughs> happened. <laughs> I don't know. Something just happened. Well, I'll tell you what it was. I got it for my cousin who, who uh, experienced the death of his father. All, all my cousins, my uncle died. And I just knew that it was the right thing for him. So I got it for him. And as I got it for him, uh, and gave it to him, I found myself saying, do you want to go through it together? I'll go through it with you. And then I Beautiful. thought, well, now I'm committed, <laughs> <laughs> but it really has been, uh, transformative life changing. And, and, you know, for, for those who don't know what the course is, it's, it's actually, you know, when you say, well, who wrote it? Uh, well, it's a channeled work and it was channeled in the seventies. Um, and, uh, and it's the, it's the, well, how would you describe it, Anthony? Well, Helen Chuckman, and I believe, uh, I forget his name, but another gentleman, and I think they're on the Columbia staff. Um, essentially, she channeled what we would call um, the Christ, or mm. that, that Jesus um, um, was channeled through her, that she had the Christ consciousness, the Christ consciousness. Yeah. And um, I don't know the entire story, but the idea is that there was something going on over at the institution where they were experiencing great turmoil or some type of conflict. And they both thought there must be another way. Let's, let's, and the other gentleman there who was working simply said, well, let's, I'll help you find it. And in doing so, she was receiving, it's very much like Abraham Hicks, the teachings of Abraham, where mm -hmm. she channels a non-physical entity whom she calls Abraham. But um, uh, Helen Shuckman essentially has channeled Jesus. 
and has written this beautiful piece of text, which has Christic, Christic uh, terminology in it, um, mm -hmm. but in no way is only um, sealed into one type of faith or religion at all. Right. Like, right, like right. we talked about earlier, it's, it's spiritual in its context. Yeah, it's definitely spiritual, not religious. And, and, you know, you, you certainly don't have to be a Christian or, or, or not to, to appreciate the, the, the teachings are completely universal. And Marianne says this wonderful quote, which is, says, the course is not trying to get you to believe in Jesus. It's trying to get us to believe in each other, um, mm -hmm. which I think is so at the heart of what this Christ consciousness is about. Well, I'd like to go back to what you said about the, the definition of a miracle, you know, a, sh a shift in perception from fear to love. And that is really that that's the essence of a human life well lived. If you if you ask me, you know, if if you have one shift of perception from fear to love, you've 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 accomplished in some sense, you've accomplished your purpose here, right? And, uh, and this is how I see um, what is so genius about the course since we're on the topic is, is how it begins by dismantling the ego. You don't mm -hmm. even know what's happening. You know, it, it, it's, it first, it starts, it begins by, by helping you to understand that you don't see things clearly, right. <laughs> and that you have a, 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 a distorted perception of yourself and a distorted perception of the world. And it gently, you know, brings you through a process. And then it reveals to you that you're actually the light of the world. And, you know, I, I think that um, it's so easy to get caught up, you know, I mean, when I was a, when I was a full-time professional actor, my world was really small. It was mm. really small. You know, all I was concerned with really was, you know, the next job is this, you know, when am I, am I going to work again? Is this part good enough? You know, my, my ego was very concerned about perception, how it was perceived, you know, how mm. Claire was perceived, was my career successful enough? You know, was what I was doing impressive enough? Was it going to get me the next job? Uh, was it going to advance me somehow? My life was very small and, um, you know, I was essentially living on the, on the surface of life. Um, not really, um, not really in any, in any depth. Uh, and I don't say that to, I'm not putting myself down. I'm not putting down the, the person that was, uh, I, I'm just observing that, um, Recognize. life is, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Recognizing that it was a, a muted kind of existence, uh, back then. And, um, the, the journey that we're all on is a, is a journey, uh, which is a shift in perception from fear to love. And so many of the things that I see my clients struggling with my, my, my clients who are performing artists and showbiz professionals are really, it's the struggle that any human being has, which is, uh, which is the ego, right. Which is the misery that is caused by over by, by identification with a limited self and the, um, the continual, uh, up and down and up and down of life, you know, when you only identified with that limitation, you know, it's just like every, every up you go up with it and every down you go down with it and it's no way to live. And, and, um, what's needed for, uh, for all of us. And, you know, I I'm speaking of, uh, 
our world and community of the performing arts, but I'm also speaking in a much larger sense that, you know, in order to, to get to the next level, in order to get through the difficulties that we're experiencing as a human collective now, uh, it's this, the miracle, the shift in perception from fear to love, it's just like brimming, it's brimming under the surface. And there are so many amazing people like you and, you know, clients of mine who I'm just, you know, I'm so grateful, uh, to, to learn from, uh, as well as to be part of their transformation, but who are bringing this new consciousness of shifting from, from fear to love. And I know that that is the solution to any problem, yeah. uh, because I believe Isaac is in the course that says there's only one problem, right? Our sense of separation from God. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. So the, the, the feelings that we struggle with is as actors that we're ashamed of the jealousy, the envy, sometimes the feeling of not being good enough, not, not having enough going on or whatever, where do these feelings stem from? These are ideas that the world has taught us and that we have collected along the way and have learned to believe in them. These are not true ideas. This is what the Course would call illusions. And so we have lost touch with, if you think of a baby or a child, they, they are so free. They are so playful, so creative in essence. They don't question, they just are. Mm-hmm. So we've got preoccupied with identities and the constructs of the world and the ideologies of the notions of success that the world teaches us that you need to do things and grab the bull by its horns and you need to uh, make money and this is how you this is what success truly is and it's Mm. actually 180 degrees from the teaching of god which is that you are made in his image your whole complete innocent um and you are not separate the course talks about that we have fallen into what it calls the detour into fear mm. it's been a huge question and i've asked marianne this question i've asked many people this question and i find myself still in the gray about it but when i have um, really sat with it what i have learned is that the experience of oneness as opposed to my separateness um, brings me more peace and happiness that my connection to others is my purpose and not my individualized identity, which is the ego. I think Dr. Wayne Dyer calls the ego or edging God out. Um, <laughs> he had such so a way with words. <laughs> um, yeah. So why do we do it? Because we have developed beliefs that we have learned from the world. And our job now, our career in life is to dismantle those beliefs to find the truth of who we are, which is that your success and your happiness is not outside of you. It's within you all along that you are already enough. And when you get still enough to hear the quiet, still voice within, you'll be guided from an intuitive place and not from the ambitious place, from the inspired Mm -hmm. place and not from the, I got to go do it. I got to, I got to figure it out. This is the way. Am I not doing enough place? 
which is so disruptive, it's neurotic, it's insane, and it's not who you truly are. And it's actually not, it's, it's, it isn't about being humble when we say that we have the power of God within us. It's actually a great pride that we all, the, the, all of the children of God are special and none of the children of God are special. Mm-hmm. And I think that that is an empowering message um, that we ought to stand up with in conviction, um, not only in our industry, but within our entire world. Yeah, gosh, well, amen. Couldn't, couldn't agree with you more. And I mean, it seems to me that, uh, that, I mean, ultimately what I, what I'm working with, with my, my clients who are actors or artists of some kind, who are showbiz professionals of some kind is, is how to find peace and happiness in the business, right. Or, or outside the business, right. Sometimes people want to pivot and they want to, you know, start a a new path for themselves, but ultimately it's all about, um, that finding peace and happiness and fulfillment. And they, and they start to realize that none of that is out there. (laughs) It's all in here. Right. And when you've got it in here, then you start to see it out there as a reflection. Right. And so of course their, their lives improve, their careers get more interesting. They start making more money. You know, they, they, they see the the results on the outside. Right. What'd Mm -hmm. you say? Or leave the career or change or, or leave some, career. some of them might. Yeah. Because they, they have a, a, a calling that's going to supersede that. Um, I mean, that's what happened with me, but uh, I mean, but, but one way or another um, we, we start to realize that, that we move from the outside to the inside, right? Our reference points shift from being external to being internal. And it feels like that's really what we're being asked to um, embrace and step into as a humanity now, uh, because I mean, if you look at the look at the external, I mean, look at what's going on out there. It's total chaos. It's craziness. You can't trust any source anymore for information. And I think that's all to the good, right? Because if you can't trust any source out there, where are you going to go? Correct. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You pointed to your heart. Yeah. yeah. And that, and that it's so beautiful and it's, uh, it's, uh, it is the way forward, I believe. So if you were to, if you were, um, talking to an, uh, an actor who was asking you for advice, you know, and looking for, um, a, a direction, uh, to find more peace and more happiness, what would you tell them? I would leave from a place of reminding them that they are enough. I would ask them to reflect and to consider deeply who they are if they didn't act, Mm -hmm. if they weren't doing this as a job, who are they? And then I would encourage them to reflect and write about what they love about what they're doing and why they love doing it. Mm -hmm. To find a deeper core of their involvement in the work. And oftentimes it, you know, I mean, it doesn't, you get interesting answers and they're not right or wrong, but the point is that you're inquiring, that you're asking, that you're seeking within yourself, 
right? The conversation isn't what we're supposed to do or what my agent tells me I'm supposed to do, but I'm having a, an internal relationship with myself and with my dream and that I am actually not looking at it from a place of I need to figure it out or fix it, but I'm looking at it through a miraculous, miracle-minded, creative place of letting something unfold, uh, finding the joy and letting something be birthed or born through you, which is the, the essence of, of inspiration. Mm. So to find that space that is inspired and is not that, to take away and strip away your idea of what it ought to be and get to the root of your love for what you do. Mm. So in a sense, it's, it's really going right into the miracle-minded, which is the shift in perception from fear to love, the shift from body identification, which is you know my identity and the work and, and what I need to be doing as an actor and how I need to market and how I need to brand, all these conversations that we have that can kind of, they're not wrong, but if we stay in it, it, it just isn't, it's, it's what you called suffering. It's yeah. overwhelming and it's just, um, it's a circle or cycle of self-surveillance that I don't think um, anyone really truly wants to be in if they sit with it. Um, so I would start from there. Wow. In med meditative state. Well, I think that's a beautifully channeled wisdom that you just shared with us. And, uh, I want to thank you for, for joining me. I feel like we just got together to have a, a cup of coffee after not seeing each other for a while, you know, yes. and, uh, it's been such a, uh, a delight and, uh, my heart is really feels really warm, uh, seeing you across from me on the zoom. And, uh, uh, I want to thank you for the, the light that you bring and the radiance that is growing in you, which I can see. And, uh, and t tell me, are there any, do you have any workshops or masterclasses coming up, or maybe we can put that in the links so that people know how to get in touch with you? I, at this time, no, because I'm about to go, I do the show. I do my private coachings, uh, for sure, which is, I lead with these principles and, and the acting masterclasses in, in private coachings. Okay. So if right. people wanted to have private coachings with you, they could get in touch with you through the info that's in the show notes. That's right. All right. That's awesome. Well, Anthony, thanks for joining me. I know you're busy. Uh, so thanks for taking the time to, to pop into the gray space and share this light and this wisdom for all those who are in the business or out of the business or um, whether you're a showbiz professional or not, what we've talked about today universally applies to all human beings. Uh, it's been beautiful. Thank you for gracing us with your presence. Thank you. To find out more about Anthony and his work, including private coaching, you can visit his website. The link is in the show notes. Also there, if you want to check out our video interview and see Anthony's very handsome face in person, <laughs> the link is there. And if you dream about being part of a spiritually minded community of people who support each other's highest vision for whom they want to be and how they want to live, you'll find the links in the show notes to learn more about how to join my inner circle of members and work with me personally on creating the results you really want in your life here and now. And 
If you're a performing artist or show business professional and you want to advance your career, be more successful, make more money, and have more opportunities doing what you love, using the skills you already have, I can show you how. It's very common for people in the arts to believe that the decisions that affect their lives and careers are in other people's hands. But the truth is, you are the one and only creator at work here. You can take back the power you've given to others and to the business, the industry. Click on the link to set up a free Empower Hour breakthrough session with me. And let's talk about what your dream life as an artist would look like and how to make it a living reality. I'll see you next time. Meanwhile, walk in grace. Thank you for joining me in the grace space where you're always in the right place. If you love this podcast, I invite you to subscribe to it and submit a review if you feel called to do so. Also, be sure to sign up for my newsletter right here. I look forward to spending this time with you again next week. Meanwhile, I send you love and blessings. Bye for now.